Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Coach Joshua, and officially welcome you guys to out to another barely mentioned podcast, a podcast designed to help men and the women that desire to get to know them. And today we're going to be talking about what burdens are you carrying? What burdens are you carrying? And again, we're in Galatians chapter uh, 6, verses 1 through 2, and we're talking about the different components um, that ensures that men are, are solid. So if you're watching this live, do me a big favor and share this broadcast out to as many people as possible. We're going to talk about some very, very, very key points to help you, both male and female, lady and gentleman, understand how to carry burdens, how to cast your burdens, and all those good things. And we have three scriptures. Hey, what's up, everybody? Everybody's coming in now. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hope you guys are doing exceptionally well. Coach is doing exceptionally well. Thank you guys so much for your prayers, your support. And all that good stuff, really appreciate it. But the three scriptures we're going to be coming from today, ultimately, the main core scripture is Galatians 6, uh, verse 2, which is, says, Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. The next scripture is Matthew 11, 28-30. Good afternoon. It says, Come to me, Jesus saying, All who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And the last scripture we're going to dissect today is 1 Corinthians 10, 13, which says, There is no temptation that has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation... He will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure. So I want to officially welcome everyone who's watching. If you're listening or watching later, whether on YouTube, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Feel free to comment. Let me know what you're getting um, from today's session. Let's get right to the problem. Um, email me, Don. Make sure you email me. Go to my website, imunplugged.com. I would love to help you. Problem. Many men are either quietly carrying burdens or visibly see burdens they can help carry but are not helping to carry them. The problem when it comes to burdens for men is that many men are either quietly carrying burdens and no one knows that they're carrying burdens that are too heavy for them or there are men who visibly see burdens they can help carry but choose not to. Life was not meant to be lived alone. Life wasn't meant for you to try to carry life by yourself. Life was designed with a village in mind. Life was designed with support in mind. And a lot of people are living lives carrying, what's up, man? Carrying burdens unnecessarily. And these men who carry these unnecessary burdens and don't know how to cast cares, we as men become um, burdens ourselves. Based upon how we carry our burdens, we determine if we will become a burden to someone else. And God wants us men to, number one, be vocal about the burdens that we're carrying, as well as making sure that if we visibly see a brother carrying burdens, that we are available to assist them. Let's talk about some definitions of burdens. And again, the problem, many men are either quietly, either men are either, many men are either quietly carrying burdens and no one knows about them, or there, or there are men who visibly see burdens that another man is carrying but choose not to help them. Let's get to some definitions. There's three definitions of burdens. The first definition, that which is carried. A burden is that which is carried. The second definition of burden, a load, typically a heavy one. 
And the last definition of burdens is to load heavily. The first definition is that which is that which is carried. Each and every one of us are carrying a burden, some light, some mild, some heavy. Another definition is to load uh, a, um, a load, typically a heavy one. Uh, and last but not least, to load heavily. Let's get to another point. The enemy's objective is to either have us carry unnecessary burdens or to carry necessary burdens improperly. The enemy's objective is twofold. His objective is either to have us carry unnecessary burdens or to carry necessary burdens improperly. Now, what does that mean? Let's, let's tackle the first one. There's a lot of men right now who are carrying unnecessary burdens and it's causing them to be a burden to their family, causing them to be a burden to whoever they are connected to. Uh, unnecessary burden, I think I have an acronym. Um, well, we'll get there later. Unnecessary burdens are, are financial issues. Unnecessary burden can be uh, illness that will self-cause. Another unnecessary burden can be emotional attachments. Unnecessary burdens are burdens that you don't have to carry, but you chose to carry or a consequence of a previous choice. And we as men have to be very careful that we operate and walk wisely so that we're able to ensure that we're only carrying necessary burdens. The enemy's ultimate objective is for us men to carry more than we should, to carry more than we are able through choices, through the consequences of poor choices. What kind of choices are you making right now that could cause you to have a, a, a load that's too heavy for you to carry later? We are supposed to be led by the Spirit of God so that we are ensured to be able to only carry what's necessary. Another problem, another issue or objective of the enemy is to ensure that we carry our necessary burdens improperly. A family is a necessary burden. Holiness is a necessary burden. What I mean by burden is just something that you have to carry, your cross that you have to carry, your purpose that you have to carry. God bless you, Cedric. There's, there's burdens that you have to carry. Many people are like, well, I'm not supposed to carry anything. No, there are some responsibilities that you and I are supposed to carry, and God wants to ensure that we carry them well. But the only thing is, many men are carrying what's necessary improperly. They're carrying their family. They're carrying different things, but they're not carrying it properly. Let's keep going. It is not about the size of a burden, but how the burden is carried. Thank you for giving. That's, I appreciate that. It is not about the size of a burden, but how the burden is carried. We all heard lift with your uh, knees, but not your back, right? So, so it's not about how big the burden is because a lot of people's like, well, will I be able to carry that burden? Will I actually be successful in this business? Will I actually be successful in this ministry? Will I actually be successful as a husband or a wife? Hey, it's not about the burden that, that, is, that is there. It's about how you carry it. How are you carrying your family, men? How are you carrying your responsibilities? Ladies, how are you carrying your responsibilities? It's not about the size of the burden because through Christ you're able to carry every burden that's necessary for you to carry in this life. But it's about how you carry it, what habits. Let's, let's break an acronym for, acronym for how off the top of the dome. H, what are your habits? Your habits will determine how you carry your burden. Your O, your obedience will determine how you carry or your willingness or the quickness, the ability to obey quickly will help you determine how you can carry a burden. And I forgot what the W is. But anyway, how you carry your burden is very important. It is not about the size of a burden, but how we, but how the burden is carried. Next point. 
A lot of men are carrying more than they should. A lot of us men are carrying more than we should. The devil knows that if I can cause you to make impulsive decisions and get you caught up in emotional attachments, then I can cause you to make choices that will bring consequences in your life that will become unnecessary debt, unnecessary burdens for you to carry. Let's go to the next point. God wants us to carry our burdens correctly and to help to carry the burdens of others. God wants us to carry our burdens correctly and to help carry the burdens of others. That's how we as the body of Christ are able to move throughout life. I carry my burdens well and I'm also energized by the Holy Spirit to help my brother carry some of his burdens until salvation, until, until a place of maturity so that he will be able to, to grow in the things of God and be successful. We're supposed to be a help to one another. Imagine a society of young men who are able to carry their burdens well and have enough energy to help other, other brothers carry their burdens. And imagine how strong the village will be, how strong our women will be, how strong our children will be, because there's a village that's balanced out and no one's overburdened, no one's overstressed, but everyone is walking, uh, 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 um, shoulders upright, feet strengthened, etc now let's break down some scriptures and then i got one two three four five acronyms to break down um, god gave me a lot of great points and i won't labor too long on them but they are essential for us men and women who watch them on how we are supposed to navigate life with burdens let's look at um um matthew 11 28 through 30 it says this is jesus speaking come to me all who labor stop there all of us are laboring he's saying man if you want to labor well if you want to do ministry well if you want to do that business well if you want to be entrepreneurially well any kind of labor you doing come to me come to me so there's two types of people there's people who are laboring and those who are laden laden means they're burdened both parties need to come to jesus in order to be able to navigate life not not uh, depressed not burnt out not burdened is to know who i need to go to you and i have to understand that we are supernaturally sourced by god without his supernatural sustain sustaining power we are unable to be husbands we are unable um, to be whoever god has designed us to be it is in him that we live move and have our being and we need him more than any but anyone and more than ever that's why i know I, I on my own i'm incapable of being a husband on my own i'm incapable of teaching god's word and rightly divided on my own i'm unable to be the son the brother the uncle the who uh, the leader i need to be i need to know who i need to go to he says, man, come to me, all who labor, all those who are working, even if it's well, even if it's good work, whatever labor that you're doing, he says, come to me and those who are heavy laden, those who are heavy burdened. He says, man, y'all, all of y'all, both parties, come to me. I'm the one that's going to be able to give you rest. It says, and I will give you rest. Rest means peace. Rest means ease. Rest means joy. Rest means balance. That there is a time to work and there's a time to rest. But when I come to him, not only will I labor well, not only will I labor burden-free to a degree, I'm talking about unnecessary burden-free, and not only will my heavy ladens be taken care of by Jesus, but I will always have rest. He says, take my yoke upon you. 
Take my, let me control you. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. In order for me to labor well and to cast over my heavy ladens, I got to know who to go to and what to learn. He says, and learn from me. And many of us are taking the time. The reason why many of us are heavy laden and burdensome because we're going to everyone else and every other thing but Jesus. And we're learning from any other place but him. And when you go and you work without him and you and you uh, learn without him, then you're going to find yourself heavily burdened with unnecessary things because you're going to be puffed up in pride or fully surrounded by negative consequences, stifling your energy and your growth. He, growth. And he says, and learn from me, for I am gentle. He's saying, man, lust is a is a hard taskmaster. Pride is a hard taskmaster, man. He's saying greed is a hard taskmaster. Um, 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 uh, any overbearing desire is a hard task. He said, look, everything else that you're working for or, or is putting lows on you unnecessarily based upon your choices and your carnal desires, those things will never be gentle for you. For I am gentle and lowly in heart. I'm humble. See, you don't want to, I don't want to labor for something that's proud, that's too proud. I want to labor for someone who's humble, someone who understands me, someone who's, who I reverence, but I also know is gentle and humble. And he says, and you will find rest for your souls. The number one thing, the number one part of you that needs rest is not your body. It's your soul, your mind, and your emotions. How many people right now are carrying not a book bag, not dumbbells, not weight on the outside, not fat or extra weight bodily, but are carrying unnecessary burdens in their souls? He says, and you will find rest for your souls. How many people got thousands, tons of weight mentally, tons of weight emotionally? Every time that ex does something, you weighing down. Every time that person says something, you weighing down. Every time you go here or go there or do this or do that, you're heavy late. You can't even think creatively because you're bombarded with, with worries and cares. How can you be creative if you're caring about life? And he's saying, man, look, cast your cares on me for I care for you. I'm gentle. I'm lowly in heart. I know what you're facing. I was the one carried more than you will ever care. Jesus carried more on that cross than we would ever care. That if all human beings was to put a thousand pounds on their back, all the men and women who ever lived, who are living and will live, if they all came together and put 10,000 pounds on their back, Jesus on that cross carried more weight than all of us. So he's letting the whole world know that you can come to me and I know how to lift even the heaviest of weight that you're facing because I carried all of mankind's sins. He says, you'll find rest for your soul. The right perspective will help you carry life correctly. If I have a poor perspective of marriage and I make a dumb decision then I, and I add extra weight to my wife, if I, do, if I make a dumb decision, I add an unnecessary weight to my wife. Me adding an unnecessary weight to my wife will add an unnecessary weight to me. Therefore, I have to treat her with respect and honor and dignity so that I don't hurt her. And then me hurting her puts a heavy load on her. And now I got to carry that unnecessary load due to a dumb decision. You got to be able to think with, with burdens in mind. And will this cause me to carry something unnecessarily later? Mentally and emotionally. He says, and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy. He's like, look, following God is easier than you think. 
A lot of people say following God is hard. It's tough. Only reason why it's tough because our flesh, we've lived more feeding our flesh than we have walking by the spirit. Therefore, when it's time to make that transition to follow the spirit wholeheartedly, it becomes difficult because now you have to kill the old cravings. But he says, my yoke is easy. My guidance is easy. My work for you is easy. And he says, my burden is light. It says right there, this is letting you know that Jesus will place a burden on you. A part of the burden that he'll place on you is from his heart for somebody. He's going to be like, I need, I'm going to put this burden that's been on my heart on you so that you can care for this group of people financially, care for these people entrepreneurially, care for these people in ministry or in business. He'll put a burden on you for a nation. He says, but my burden will be light. But if you have the wrong perspective, even with God's burdens, that burden will be too heavy because you have the wrong perspectives. Psalms 55, 22, simple scripture that we know. It says, cast your burdens on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Cast your burdens on the Lord or your cares. That's our responsibility. What are you caring for? What are you carrying unnecessarily? Now, how do you cast your burdens on the God, right? You cast your burdens on the God because first, you know, I have the right clarity. See for clarity. I know who Christ is. I know who he is and I know what he's done for me. And I have clarity and knowing who he is. Therefore, I trust him because I know him. And therefore, it's easy for me to cast my cares because I know him. I have clarity on who he is. A, I, is what helps me cast my cares? Having the right attitude. Knowing that, that I'm blessed. That, that even though I may not have everything, but I have more than somebody in the worst conditions. So I cast my cares because of C, I have clarity on who Christ is. A, I have the right attitude because I'm self-aware of just how blessed I am. So I know for a fact there's unnecessary burden. That I have more blessings in my life. So why am I concerned about this burden? Here, God, take care of this. Because you don't place so much blessings on me. You done gave me life. You done gave me a roof. You done gave me uh, so much. I got the right attitude. Now I'm able to cast. As I know in whom I uh, supply, I know who's going to supply my needs. I know that God will supply my needs according to his riches and glory. And so I know it's easy for me to cast because if I carry this, I'm unable to be sufficient. I'm unable to be successful. So I know who my source is. So I know if I'm sourced by God, let me cast that. And T, the reason why, what helps you cast your cares on God? Because you trust him. If you don't trust him, you ain't going to cast. If you don't trust God, you're not going to cast your cares on him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge him. He'll make he'll direct your paths and make your path straight. You got to trust him. It's going to be hard to cast a care on God on a God you don't have clarity of. It's going to be hard to cast your cares if you have the wrong attitude. It's going to be hard to cast your cares if you're stubborn and don't know who your supplier is. And you're trying to supply for yourself. And it's going to be hard to cast your cares on someone you don't trust. Let's keep going. Cast your burden on the Lord. I like the word Lord, meaning lordship, meaning the one who cares for it. See, who's your Lord? Everybody wants Jesus to be their Savior. Yay, I'm saved from hell. But not too many people want him to be their Lord. Lord means governed body, governed individual, one who controls, one who governs. I cast my burden on the Lord because I know he cares for me. I know he's going to take care of me. He's the Lord over my life. He is responsible for supplying what I need to fulfill what he needs me to fulfill in his kingdom. And the promise is he will sustain you. He will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Oh, that's powerful. 
because I'm in right standing with God and my habits and my practices matches my position in him, then I'm not going to be moved. That's your home. You're not going to be moved. That's your land. You're not going to be moved. That's your property. You're not going to be moved. And that's important to know. Let's keep going. First Corinthians 10, 13, it says, there is no temptation that has overtaken that is not common to man. Meaning, listen, some of the burdens that we are going through is because of temptation. I'm glad poet extremes. I'm glad this message is touching you. That he's saying, look, man, that temptation you're facing right now, that's a burden, a burden on your mind. Should I do it or should not do it? And you've been thinking, should I, should I go see him? Should I go see her? Man, should I really go do this? Should I sacrifice this? He says, man, man, that's nothing new under the sun. He says, man, there's no temptation that's overtaken that is not common to man. But he's saying God is faithful. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, you will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Enduring a temptation meaning outlasting it. Enduring doesn't mean I'm in it and now I'm going to, no, no. Enduring means I'm on the outside of it and I will win against it and it will not uh, 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 cause me to fall because I know God is faithful. When you're facing that computer and you know you want to do what you want to do and you got that uh, that text at 10 o'clock and he wants you to come over or she wants you to come over and it's tempting, you weak and you feel heavy laden. He's saying, look, first off, you thinking it's overtaking you? It hasn't overtaken you. No, because this is nothing new to me. I'm faithful. I'm able. The reason why uh, we enter into temptation, because we don't trust that God is able to help us endure. We don't believe that he's faithful enough, faithful enough, to, faithful enough to help us endure it. He surely is. You have to understand that. No matter what temptation you face, if you acknowledge him first, he will help you endure it. Let's keep going. Now, 14 burdens that men carry. Women too, but we're talking to men. It's the Billy Minchin podcast. If these points apply to you, feel free to take it to heart and apply it to your life. There are 14 burdens, and it's acronym for burdens, B-U-R-D-E-N-S. There are 14 burdens men carry. There's two words for each letter. B, there are biblical burdens and there are becoming burdens. Fellas, there's going to be two types of burdens in the first category of the bees, and there's a biblical burden. There's a biblical burden, a biblical mandate for us to be men. There's a biblical burden for us to love our wives and sacrifice like Christ sacrificed for the church. There are biblical burdens for us to be stewards. There are biblical burdens for us to be givers. There are biblical burdens for us to think generationally. A good man thinks about his children's children. There are biblical burdens for man to carry, and it's important for you to understand what the word of God is because you're going to have to carry those burdens correctly. Right now, I have to make sure I know what the word of God says about me being a husband so I can carry husbandhood uh, the right way. There are biblical burdens that you're going to have to carry and you and the only way to know whether or not you're carrying them right is through the Holy Spirit giving the nuances, but also the written word that shows you the clarity of what it means to be a man. Another burden that men has to carry, the becoming burden. A lot of women, a lot of men understand that 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 you're becoming a man. You know that uh, there's a lot of men who are who are boys, and and the becoming is a burden. Like man, um, it's already tough 
being a man now i gotta become a husband before i say i do now i gotta be right now i'm in the process of becoming a father my wife's not pregnant yet but when she does i have to already have became a father i have to before i even married my wife i had to become a husband you don't become a husband or you don't become a father don't get me wrong hopefully hear me closely you don't become a husband when you say i do you are a husband before wait to my uh, phone stabilizers. Uh, here we go. Before you say I do, okay, my. Here we go. You have to be it before you be it. You have to become it before you are it. And a lot of men just pick a woman, you my wife, but they haven't became a husband yet. Put their whatever inside of a woman, have make a baby, and they're not even a father yet. You have to become it before you allow it to come into your life. There are becoming burdens that men have to carry. You, another burden, number three, that men have to carry, they have to carry umbrellas. And oh, how heavy umbrellas can be. Oh, how heavy umbrellas can be, meaning covering right now i'm an umbrella to my wife and i have to be the right kind of umbrella there's a burden that comes with being an umbrella called a husband one day i'll become an umbrella as a father right now i'm an umbrella to to the young man that god has me to cover and as far as mentorship i'm an umbrella men Another burden that men have to carry is being an umbrella, making sure that you cover well, making sure there's no holes in your umbrella, making sure that when, when life rains on you, everything that you're supposed to cover doesn't even get wet. Yes, you're going to get hit first. Yes, you're going to get wet first. That's part of life. That's part of being an umbrella. That's part of being a covering. So that's going to be a burden that you're going to have to carry one day. Am I a solid umbrella? When it rains, is anyone wet up under me? When things are thrown, is anyone hit up under me? And a lot of men are not ready for that responsibility, but that's a part of being a man. You got to carry that burden. You got to carry that burden of being an umbrella. Another umbrella you have to carry well, or burdens that men have to carry, urges. Sometimes urges will come in heavy. Urges, sexual urges, um, uh, success urges, a lot of urges. You gotta know how to you know you gotta know how to deal with those urges because some urges will make you feel like things are urgent and it's not even urgent. You gotta be able to control your urges, but like, no. You know, if you got urges to have sex and you got a wife, by all means. But we're talking about those who have urges for outside their uh, uh, marriage or for those who are single, you gotta be able to say, listen, I don't have to carry these urges, but these are some of the burdens that men have to carry. And you gotta make sure that you know how to bury you know what to bury and know what to carry some urge you need to go ahead and bury some responsibility you need to go ahead and bury and others you need to know how to carry well another burden that may have to carry three i mean are responsibilities simple responsibilities provide listen you understand that you are responsible as a man those who are married or before you get married hear me close you are responsible in being um um, um the provider financially emotionally meant of oh, uh, the provider physically emotionally mentally and spiritually don't just be looking for a good job and you not really you don't know the good god you got to be able to, know how to provide spiritually emotionally man listen we're built different 
And yes, you're going to have to sit there and listen to your wife when you don't feel like it. Yes, you're going to have to be attentive to your daughters and your sons, even though you feel like you can make another 10 grand this month if you just dedicate this time. No, no, no. You got to be able to provide. You got to be able to respond to the physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental needs of a wife, children, or whoever you are leading. If you're not, if you don't feel like you have the ability to respond to those needs, then don't put yourself in those positions. Oh, I'm so glad. Thank you for signing up. And if you want coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching with Coach, you can contact me now at IamUnplugged.com under the Custom Coaching tab. And I would love to coach you this summer. Another burden that a man has to carry, ratios. Ratios, comparisons. There are sometimes a man has to carry the burdens of comparing himself. But the Bible says don't compare yourself amongst yourself because that's not wise. You don't have to carry that burden, fellas. You don't have to compare yourself to another man or how much money he has. You don't know how that man got it. You don't know what he had to give up. You didn't know what he had to do to get there. Just be thankful that you are where you are clean. Thank God that you are where you are pure. And you didn't have to give up nothing sexually. You have to give up nothing compromisingly to get where you got where they got to. Listen, you don't have to carry the burdens of ratios. I'm here financially. That person's there financially. And I feel sad. No, 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 no. You don't have to carry those burdens of ratios. The only ratio you should compare yourself to is vertical. Never compare yourself horizontal. Always compare yourself vertical. If I compare myself vertical, I stay humble. If I compare myself horizontal, either I become pride, prideful or depressed. The only ratio that matters, the only comparison that matters is between me and God. And that's a burden I can carry because the Holy Spirit that's in me will help me become that man like Christ Jesus. Another burden that man carries, disciplines. It is best to carry the burdens of disciplines now than to carry the burdens of regret later. Another burden that a man has to carry is disciplines. In order to be a strong man, you got to be a disciplined man. And those burdens are worth carrying. Eating right is a burden sometimes. It's a burden because there's, there's urges. There's other things that you want to do. But you got to be able to discipline yourself so that you're able to become the man that you need to be. Disciplines become a burden. And they're also demonic burdens. Spiritual warfares are burdens. You're going to get hit all across the all across your life. But when you know who you are in Christ, you're able to cast that burden off of you because you have authority. You will be able to not give demonic demons legal right into your life through habitual sin. You will be able to cast off that spiritual warfare because you know who you are in Christ and you are familiar with your weaponry. Demonic burdens are some of the burdens that men carry, but you can bury those through your authority in Christ. E, another burden. Part of the 14 burdens that men carries, executions. Man, it's sometimes it's heavy to execute, to do something you know you're supposed to do, but you don't feel like doing it. Execution that, I, how, how do I execute being a husband? How do I execute being a, being a, a, a businessman or an entrepreneur? Those are burdens that you actually have to execute because fear would try to be a heavy burden to keep you from going forward in what you need to execute. Don't let fear be an unnecessary burden on you, keeping you from executing. Cast that burden of fear off of you and execute through the authority that has been given you through Christ. Also, another burden that men have to carry self-esteem 
self-esteem. Some men are carrying low self-esteem or narcissistic esteem. You have to make sure you have the right kind of esteem. How do you view yourself? Are you walking around only helping people so that you can feel like a man? Or are you out there with narcissistic attitudes and, and practices because you've been spoiled your whole life? God doesn't want to, don't want you to think more highly than you ought to think or more lowly than you ought to think. He wants you to think of yourself accurately. What kind of esteem are you carrying? Are you carrying a lowly spirit, a humble spirit, a meek spirit, a person who think, don't think below how he ought to think or more highly ought to think, but he thinks with the Christ mind? Another burden that men have to carry needs. But some of these needs are perverted needs. There are some burdens that men are carrying that are perverted needs. The need for sex, the need for attention, the need for, for whatever. Those are, those are unnecessary burdens, but there are needs that men carry, like understanding that, that he is looking uh, for his woman to, uh, to, to, to help him carry, because it's hard to be a man out here that's not understood. And there's, un and, but you gotta understand first that God must be your ultimate friend your wife can't be your best friend. She is a best friend of sorts, but God is your ultimate friend. Now, your wife can be your best friend, but God is your ultimate friend because when you know that, he, then he understands you more than anyone because if you put that burden on a wife that's getting to know you, then you still, you hurting yourself and her. You got to know that God understands you and understands the purpose that he has in your life. The next burden that men carries for in, the nevers. The nevers. What? What I never did. Mm. An unnecessary burden. There's a lot of men out here that's like, man, I never, I wish I would have. Or oh, I never got the opportunity. Or, man, I hate that I never did that. I never got a chance to do that. You got to let go of those nevers. Because you ain't going to be able to do them. <laughs> that's past. You got to now focus on what you could do. Don't worry about what you never did. That what you never got the chance to do or you was distracted from doing. You got to keep pressing on to the mark of the high calling. Keep going forward. Last S, B-U-R-D-E-N-S, sexual burdens. Listen, you got to have self-control. Don't let those sexual urges grip you so much that you feel like you have to go get your rocks off, that you feel like you have to go and have sex and do what you No, 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 no. God is able to sustain you. You got to make sure you say, hey, I am a sexual being. I am a man who wants sex. Don't get me wrong. We all need sex, right? But what kind of sex? The goal is God can sustain you as a single man and God can sustain you with the wife that he has given you sexually if you view purity the right way. The reason why many of us are in promiscuous behavior is because we don't have a clear perspective of purity. When you understand purity, you won't even touch yourself. You won't even do that kind of thing. You won't even seek another woman because you know, hey, God can sustain my purity on your own. Back in the day, I thought I could do five steps, six steps to sustain my period. No, no, no. Uh, it's, it, those points do help. Don't get me wrong. Those points do help. But ultimately, the only person that can sustain you in that category is God and trusting him to do so. And last but not least, another, one of the 14 burdens that men carry, success. Listen, success is not based upon earthly success alone. Success is based upon eternal success. 
I don't work for earthly gain. I work for eternal gain. I don't work for how many houses can I have? How much money can I get? I work according to the obedience of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And that would determine my success. I don't want to die. And yeah, I made a bunch of money down here, but I get to God and I'm bankrupt. How many people got a bunch of money down here, but bankrupt towards God? Don't got a dime of, for any, of, of, of any eternal value. A dollar can't buy you nothing in heaven. A dollar cannot buy you nothing in heaven. You better lay up treasures in heaven where no wrath or uh, no moth or rust can destroy or where thieves cannot break in and steal. True success is eternal success. Do not carry the unnecessary burdens of solely seeking earthly success because you're going to find yourself over and heavy laden. And when you die, you'll find yourself bankrupt towards God. Now, what helps you and I to bear our burdens well? I have uh, three more acronyms and I'm out your way. What helps us men and women bear our burdens well? B-E-A-R. Bear. Hold on. Did I, did I pick the wrong bear? Bear? Is, do you bear your burdens B-E-A-R or is it B-A-R-E? Somebody help me out. Is it B-E-A-R like bearing burdens or is it B-A-R-E? Bear is naked. B Bear, B-E-A-R. It's bearing burdens, right? Somebody help me out. We already know bear is not it because B-A-R-E means being bare naked or bare with no clothing or no covering. It's bearing burdens, B-E-A-R? I think so. I just kind of went off the top of the dome. I don't know if my computer stalled. Anyway, I think it's B-E-A-R, bearing burdens. Let me see. Anyway. Either is good. Anyway, B-E-A-R. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but these points are good. What helps you bear well? B, your beliefs. It is B-E-A-R. Thank you, Denise. I appreciate you. Bear. What helps you bear well? Your beliefs. Your beliefs. Not your belief, but your beliefs. Your belief in God, your belief in yourself, etc. will determine if you bear well. If you have weak belief systems, you're not going to be able to bear life well. Thank you so much. That's right. That's right. Now I get it. Your belief system has to be intact. If you don't believe in God, and even if you do believe in God, but you don't believe that he exists for your current situation, then you're not going to be able to bear your burdens well because you are going to you ain't going to be able to cast your burdens on him because you believe that you're able to bear your own burdens by yourself. You got to have a balanced belief system in God and in yourself so that you're able to bear the burdens that you're supposed to bear. So that you're able to bear those biblical becoming umbrella urges and all those burdens so that you'll be able to carry them well because you have the right kind of belief system. In order to have the right beliefs, you got to go into the Bible to find out what God is, is, is admonishing us to understand that will shape our beliefs. What else helps you to bear well? E, energy. You got to have energy to bear some of these burdens. But the sad thing is, many of us are on burnout and, and we're trying to bear burdens on burnout. Oh, wife watch, wifey watching. All right, good, good. Energy. You need energy to bear your burdens well. If you, if you, got, uh, if you got 15 unnecessary burdens, then how are you going to be able to bear the right burdens well? Because even Jesus says, he says, my burden is light. That there are going to be some burdens he's going to give you. But but if you got carnal, demonic, and devilish, and soulish, and eat earthly 
burdens all in your life, how are you going to be able to bear the necessary burdens well? You have to have the right belief system and you have to have energy to bear your uh, uh, Jesus-placed burdens well. And you got to have the right attitude to bear your burdens well. Gratitude is the best attitude. You got to have the right attitude. You're not going to be able to. God don't want you carrying burdens with a frown. God don't want you carrying your, 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 your necessary burdens always complaining. He wants you to have the right attitude. God, I'm thankful that you gave me the opportunity to join you in bearing my brother's burden, in bearing my family's burden, in bearing these personal burdens. You have the right attitude. Chances are things become lighter. Things become heavier, heavier, heaviest when you have the wrong attitudes. Things become lighter when you have the right attitude. It doesn't matter. There's two types of people that work. And you get two different outcomes. If you have a complainer working in the sun and a person with the right attitude working in the sun, I bet you the one with the right attitude carries the heat or the burden of the work better than the one complaining. Complaining as an unnecessary burden because you're focusing on the burden more than you are on you able to hold, handle it. Or how to bear your burdens well? The right routines. You got to have the right routines in your life, the right regiments that ensures that you are strengthened spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically so that when life does add burdens on you, you're already built and ready for them. Could it be that God has you going through certain things right now to prepare you to be able to lift future kids, a future marriage, a future business, a future ministry? God is not going to promote you into a place that you're not able to bear. The Bible says he's not going to put more on you than you are able to bear, meaning that God is not going to put you and promote you at your job, promote you in business. He's not going to promote you anywhere if he knows you ain't strong enough to bear it. So embrace the season that you're in engage in the season that you're in so that you're able to bear the next season. This season that you're in is preparing you to bear the burden of the next season. So if you have the right routines in your life, then you will be positioned to bury the future burdens. How you bear the burdens of today will determine the strength you will be able to handle next. If all you do is five pounds every day in the gym, you're not going to be able to lift 20. Now, how to help bear another person's burdens. I have a lot of acronyms, but these will kind of give you some guidance going forward. How to help bear another person's burdens. Number one, B, believe in and be there for them. Now, there are certain burdens... Um, Okay, well, I'll get to that in my second acronym, my next one. You got to believe in and be there for them. There are certain people's burdens that you're supposed to help bear. Certain families, certain ladies, certain men, certain couples, certain ministries, certain companies. There are certain burdens you have to bear. Every job is a burden you bearing to help the functioning of the company. But there are some burdens that you have to bear without compensation. And a lot of people don't want to bear their brother's burdens because there's no compensation. But you got to understand who pays you back. Every seed sown will produce a harvest for you. So 
I can I can give money to the church, but also I can also give time. I can give money. Like every seed is a seed. Tithing and giving is not the only seeds per se. Whether you give a tenth, whether you give a twelfth, whether you give a fourteenth, whether you give a twentieth, whether you give a sixtieth, it don't matter. Giving is giving. Nothing goes without God's sin. So that's what you do for people. Do it privately. Because God who sees in private will bless you publicly or openly. So there are certain people's burdens you are supposed to bear. But if you always think compensation, you will miss out on God's compensation for you. An employer can't outgive God. So that's why I keep giving to people because I know I'm going to get it back. Not for the sole reason. I do it because I have a good heart. But I, I don't have to worry about if it's coming back to me. That's a principle. That's a law out here. Right? So how do I help another person bear their burdens? I have to believe in and be there for them. It's hard to bear the burden of a person you don't believe in. There are certain people that God, you, well, he wants you to bear, but you have to believe in them. They're not going to be able to be who they need to be or fulfill what they need to fulfill. If they're surrounded by people that doubt them, we got to believe in and be there for them. Be there for them. Some people, God wants you to be there. Chances are it's guy to guy, girl to girl. You see what I'm saying? Gal to gal, guy to guy. Fellas, if that ain't your wife, the only burden, only only lady burden you are supposed to carry is your wife's burdens, your daughter's burdens, maybe your niece's burdens, maybe your, your mama's, you know, you done left your mama, now you done cleave to your wife. So there ain't too much burdens you can carry for your mama. But there may be, but God, this God, but the word of God does say honor your parents. So you still, there's going to be burdens you got to carry for your mom or your dad. But God will give you guidance on how to carry those burdens, how to be there for them so that you won't be used by your auntie, your mama, your niece, your cousin, your whoever God has called you to. Eat, you have to encourage and energize them. Got to encourage them. How you bear another person's burden, encourage them. I know God is with you, that you there for them. Encourage them. If you see a brother out there struggling, encourage that brother. Sometimes one word of encouragement loosens the load. One encouraging, that's why, ladies, you either talking to two, you either talking to one of the two people that's inside of every man. Either you're talking to the boy or the king in him. And you gotta, and whatever, and how you talk to that man will determine what comes out of him. If you if you baby in him or you treat him like a son. That man ain't going ain't gonna to bring his best. But if you treat that man like a king, if it's a good man, you treat that man like a king. Even if it's a man that's struggling, you treat him like a king. I'm talking about the man that you married to. God can use you to bring salvation to your husband. Treat that man like a king. And watch the king rule. Watch the king, the king who's up under the king of kings. Watch him rule well because you're encouraging him. You encourage, that's right. You're either going to bring the king out of him or the fool out of him. Got to encourage and energize them. Energize them means, hey, come work out with me. You know the routines they need to practice, so you be intentional and say, come work out with me. You know what? I'm going to make the juices for you. I'm going to juice your food. I'm going to juice your drinks for you. I'm a, I, may, I may be able to cook maybe two or three meals. That's how you bear someone else's burden. You see a brother out there eating crazy because he got two or three jobs you taking a gap and say you know what i'm gonna call this uh food prepping place and i'm gonna prep your food for 20 your meal this is if a this is if a person is willing 
um, um, is willing to help themselves. You don't want to bear the burden of someone that's unwilling to help themselves. A, let me make sure because my, my, my phone is stalling. Yes, or even a genuine smile would do. And I'm telling you, just being nice will help a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Being nice. All right. How to help bear to the person's burden? Uh, a, assist them in accordance to God. Accordance to God, you assist them. Some people just out here bearing the world's burdens and God be like, man, you fool. I ain't tell you to do all that. I ain't give you that money to get it in. And now you don't got no lights in your house, but you want to be, but you just want to bear everybody's burden. No, no, no. You got to assist them. But in accordance to God's leading, God, how do I assist them? And don't assist them beyond that. Because assisting them, assisting them beyond that will lead them to being reliant, will lead them to be sufficient on you. You assist according to God's limits. You bear their burdens to a limit and you got to be strong about it. Use wisdom. Holy Spirit will give you wisdom. He'll say, man, you're doing too much for them. Some of these kids in my school, I think we do too much for. They're spoiled. Even though they don't got no silver spoon in their mouth, they spoil because all they get is a bunch. Everything they got was given. See, sometimes we help people more. We help them to a default. We help them and we hurt them. So God, you have to assist them in their carrying their burden in accordance to the limit God wants you to do. Or how to bear another person's burdens. That's right. You must have limitations. How to bear another person's burdens. Help them readjust and aid with resources. Help them readjust. Hey, man, you doing that wrong. Let me help you readjust in this area. Man, you that's got to give you wisdom on how to help them make readjustments. This is how you do. This is how you do your finances. This is how you steward your money. This is how you steward your time. Help them readjust. Help them make the adjustments they need to make. And aid with resources. Books. Uh, uh, audio books. Um, CDs. Tapes. You know, some of y'all old, older. Y'all older crowd. Y'all still got tapes. And they, if they got a cassette, give them tapes. You know what I'm saying? Give them resources. Now, what burdens not to bear? And I got to get at it because coach got to go who? What burdens not to bear? There are burdens of people that you are not. I know saving money is hard. I know. But the thing that you buy now is going to keep you from having the thing that you want later. Remember that. What burdens not to bear? It's good teaching. What burdens not to bear? B-E-A-R again. Whose burdens not to bear? These are not what burdens, but whose burdens not to bear? Some people still got them cassette tapes. <laughs> Whose burden is not to bear? These are people that I'm. I don't. I'm just saying. This is probably wisdom. I just believe these are these are the people whose burdens you don't need to get involved with. B. The unbelieving. I know that starts with a U, but it's got to be in it. Unbelieving people just don't believe in themselves. Man, you, you will break yourself down trying to help somebody who don't believe in themselves, who constantly don't believe in themselves without changing. You don't need to carry the unbelieving's burden. We're not talking about the unbeliever because God may lead you to be an evangelist to carry their burdens to salvation. We're talking about people who don't believe in God, don't believe in themselves, and don't believe in you. You don't want to get caught up with the unbelieving person because you'll be carrying more than you should. E, whose burdens you should not bear? The emotional or excuse makers. 
Don't even try to bury their burden. If they're overly emotional and they have no emotional balance or emotional sustainability or self-control, don't even get involved with them. Only God can bear their burdens. <laughs> Only God can carry them, hold them. You can't. If they're emotional, one minute they're just uh, all over the place, next minute they're stable, they're crazy. You can't bear the burdens of a crazy emotional person. Or excuse makers. Every time you give them wisdom, they make an excuse. Always an excuse. Always an excuse. Well, it's because my mom, because my dad, because I got one leg longer than the other. What? Come on, man. You can't bear the burdens of an excuse maker or, or, or an emotional person. You cannot bear the burdens of the angry or the anxious. Don't even get entangled with the angry. If you hang out with the angry, you're going to find yourself dragging a body. They done killed somebody now you done caught in a in a rock and a hard place. You cannot bear the burdens of an angry person. If they got anger problems, you can't help them. Unless God leads you, he gives you grace for it. But I'm telling you, if they got anger, got anger issues, because what they what if you what if they slap you? What you gonna do then? See what I'm saying? You cannot bear the burdens of a person who does not want help with their anger or a person who is too anxious. Anxious person, they always find themselves in something. They're not ready to wait. They're not willing to be patient. You can't bear their burdens because you get invested in their life. Now they're going to keep begging you for money because they got into something that they, they wasn't able to, to navigate. Whose burdens you are not to bear? The too reliant. The too reliant. I know, man. God can help you with your anger, Thomas. I'm telling you, he can. The too reliant. People who just hands out. Relying on you. No, no, no. I don't want to be around nobody who's too reliant. You see what I'm saying? The unbelieving, the emotional, the excuse makers, the angry, and the too anxious, and the too reliant. My final thoughts. How to not be a burden. B, bear your own burden, man. Man, some people, so many people out there are a burden. And you know why they are burdened? They don't want to bear their own burden. How are we going to be able to navigate as a family if I'm the only one bearing the burden or if an, or if she's the only one bearing the burden? We got to be able to bear our own individual burdens correctly. So many people are so lazy, so needy, so incompetent that they're now an unnecessary burden to someone else. But if you are a person that is a burden, you got to just say, in order for me not to be a burden or to cease from being a burden, let me bear my burden. So what you need to do, you got to write down what your burdens are. That's right. With God's help. Listen, you don't want to be an unnecessary burden to someone else. That's why marriage is like a mirror. When I begin to see, oh, wow, these are some of the habits that may be not heavy burden, but light burden. I attack those things quickly. Because I don't want my wife having to do something else that I could do myself to ensure that she's not tired by Friday because I left clothes wherever or whatever. I'm now intentional in being mindful of things so that it will be a, a, a something that she don't have to worry about. You got to be able to say, what are the burdens I'm supposed to bear so that whoever is connected to me, whether through spouse, whether through husband or wife, or through children, or through company, or through ministry, won't have to handle unnecessary burdens. How to not be a burden? <clears throat> you, you got to increase your understanding. You know what I'm saying? We have to increase my, our understanding. What I mean by that? Always increase your knowledge of yourself, your knowledge of God. 
increase your understanding on how you can become better. Every day I'm learning something about myself. It may not be new. It may just be learning more about who I've always been. And by me learning myself and understanding myself and understanding God, understanding husbandhood, understanding parenthood, because I'm already reading and studying up on that now because I don't want to just be like, oops, I got a child now. And I'm not I'm sitting there because I, I don't believe a parent is going to ever be ready. But at least I, I know I have the right perspectives and how to train up a child in the way they should go. You got to have understanding for that. Train up a child in the way they're supposed to go. The way they're supposed to go is God's way for them, not your way, parents. So stop putting pressure or unnecessary burdens on your kids, making them go the way you wish you went or go the way you went. No, you got to train them up in understanding who they are as a person, understanding what their favorite uh, thing to do is, and train them and discipline them in those areas so they can be strengthened and able to go the way God wants them to go. You got to increase your understanding. Holy Spirit, what do I need to know? What do I need to learn? Everything that I teach is through him. My goal is to help you be sufficient with the Holy Spirit. I don't want you to be independent on me. I want you to be sufficient with the Holy Spirit. And he'll let you know, increase your understanding in this. You'll be like, why? I'll let you know soon. But you begin to study entrepreneurship. You begin to study business, business administration. You begin to study uh, what it means to be a wife and be a husband. Next thing you know, it comes, you're, 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 you study to show yourself approved. In order to be, how to not be a burden, increase your understanding. Of yourself, of God, and your responsibilities. How to not be a burden? Burden are establish strong routines. I'm working out. I'm only eating sweets one time a week. I'm changing. My eating has changed. I'm juicing. I'm exercising. I don't want to be crippled in my 40s and being an unnecessary burden to my wife. What you're doing now will determine if you are going to be what kind of burden you're going to be to your wife or husband. You singles, what you're doing right now is going to determine what kind of burden you will be in your marriage. So you got to say, what routines am I practicing now that's going to ensure that I'm not a burden, an unnecessary burden in my marriage, in my ministry, in my company? No matter where I am in life, I have strong routines that are driving me down the right way so that I will be healthy for my wife and my children. I want to be alive and able to move with my when I have grandchildren. I want to be 90 without no cane. I want to be a smooth older gentleman. <clears throat> Just smooth, being able to still preach and do things because I took care of myself in these years. You see what I'm saying? How's not be a burden in somebody's life? Establish strong routines. D, how to not be a burden? To someone else, die to yourself daily. How to not be a burden? You got to die to yourself. Die to your urges. Die to your flesh. Die to your carnal desires. Die to yourself. Kill the flesh daily. If you practice doing that every day, you don't have to worry about being an unnecessary burden to someone else. And how do you die to yourself? You die to yourself by, by de dedicating yourself to God, disciplining yourself, and determining your desired outcomes. If my desired outcomes is to be this kind of husband, this kind of father, this kind of entrepreneur, this kind of minister, then I'm going to discipline myself accordingly, but I won't be able to do any of those two things until I first know who I need to be dependent on to even be the man I need to be. So when I know that I'm sourced by God, I'm going to die to myself because I know I don't look back at how deadly I was in my life 
for not dying to myself. <laughs> and all the drama I added into my life, the unnecessary uh, issues. Mm -mm. I don't want to. I'm not going to be a burden to my wife because I allowed my flesh to live. No, the, when you kill your flesh daily, you become a light burden. How to not be a burden? E. Execute timely. Don't be a procrastinator. Procrastination adds unnecessary burdens. Right now, I'm so honored. I'm so glad that I obeyed God and wrote my books and, and, and did those card games and have done these videos. Because, man, it is good to get those residuals coming in every month. It is so good to get my royalties for my books and the royalties for my card games. It's so I'm so glad when I'm able to life coach and, and make money where I don't have to worry about the sum. I don't have to worry about anything because I execute timely. I didn't procrastinate back then. Now I'm eating the fruits of the pain of discipline of my past. I execute timely because when you when you don't execute timely and you procrastinate, now you become unnecessary burden to yourself and to other people. How to not be a burden? Say no to what needs to be said no to. Say no to that woman so you don't have to have to worry about the burdens of infidelity. Say no to that man so you don't have to worry about the burdens of those soul ties, unnecessary soul ties. Say no to that food so you don't have to worry about saying no. Uh, you don't have to worry about um, dealing with unnecessary uh, uh, hospital bills. S say no to what needs to be said no to now. So that you won't have to worry about saying yes, yes to what is in compliance to what you should have said no to. Now you got to say yes to that doctor. Now you got to say yes um, to whoever because you didn't say no to their friend before. I got an activity for you guys. Worksheets available on my website, IamUnplugged.com. Life work. How well are you carrying your burdens? Utilize the boxes below to help you process your burdens. Simply. What burdens are you carrying? I want you to list them below. What burdens are you carrying? Good, bad, or indifferent? And, and on, on the other side of it, right uh, circle, either put, either check not so well, well, or exceptionally well. Next series of boxes, who are you a burden to? And how could you ease that burden? Last question, whose burdens is God leading you to help carry? I pray this video and the previous one was a blessing to you. Listen. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. He's a gentle and lowly heart individual. He'll help you carry through. He is faithful with every temptation and has made with everyone a way of escape. He's able to sustain you. There's a way to carry your burdens. Yes, there's a bunch of burdens that men carry, but God can help you bury the unnecessary burdens and carry the necessary burdens well. And I pray this was a blessing to you. I see you guys tomorrow. If you want to learn more about what I do, simply go to IamUnplugged.com. If you want one-on-one -on -one coaching, book get bookings in now because June, June fills up pretty full. And then the people in June wants to be wants coaching in July and August. So if you want to be a part of those individuals who's getting regular coaching from me, because uh, I may go all the way to the end of August depending on uh, what I'm doing in my life in August. <laughs> Um, but uh, if you want coaching, it's not free. Just submit what you're able to do per session, and I'll work something out for you. Um, but if the time is getting tight, um, then I'll figure a way out. Um, but if you want coaching, get coaching. If you want to give to support 
my adult coaching programming as well as our youth mentoring program. I have two. I have one nonprofit, two directions. Unplug is my adult coaching ment, uh, adult coaching programming, and Propel is my is my youth mentoring programming. But that my wife and I do, and um, we need your help for this fall. Because there's a middle school that want our support, but we can't do it without God. Hey, listen, let me take that back. Whatever God wants us to do, he'll supply. If you want to be a part of that supply, you can donate today. You can go to our website, uh, wepropel.education, learn more about our mentoring program. Or you can go to PropelCLT on Instagram to see all the things that we do. Um, books, all that stuff in the description box below. Six books. Those who are brand new got six books and two card games. Um... So if you're new to the channel, subscribe, hit the bell. Love you guys. Y'all be blessed. Know that you can carry your burdens well. But it's hard to carry your necessary burdens if you're too busy carrying the unnecessary ones. Cast, bury the unnecessary ones. Cast your cares to God. And watch how he helps you.